Welcome to the Vitality Shift Podcast for Chiropractors. I'm your host, Dr. Don McDonald, author of the best-selling book, The Underdog Curse. Weekly, we will be interviewing amazing chiropractors from around the world, finding out how they made their vitality shift. If you're a chiropractor that either wants to just move your practice away from treating pain and conditions, or if you just want to stay inspired, this podcast is for you. For more information on past shows, please visit www.drdonmcdonald.com, and I hope you enjoy the show. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Vitality Shift Podcast for Chiropractors. This is Dr. Don McDonald, your host, and today I get to pop the border again virtually as we're still not allowed to cross the border uh, in real person, but I get to head down to uh, North Dakota to Dr. Tiffany Johnson, who um, we've already interviewed before, so this is a return interviewee. Um, so if you want to hear her origin story and uh, pop back to www.drdonmcdonald.com and check one of the previous episodes that she was in, because today we were doing kind of an update version because uh, Tiffany's been through the shift. She's in our in the engine. She became a mentor in the engine. Um, she's in our, in our uh, shift rewire mastermind. And um, the thing I really want to talk to her about is she's, she's always been a high volume chiropractor. She's always been rocking it out but what she's done that's really cool is she's really interested in the side hustle. So part of the vitality shift is about doing stuff that's in your genius and things that you really love doing. And uh, just like Brandy and I, um, we, I love being, we love being in practice, but we also love um, in the leadership. Because a lot of times, you know, that's the first level is get your business rocking. And then you want to help other people um, in whatever uh, aspect your genius is. And so um, uh, Dr. Tiffany has has done that. She's had a, a little bit of challenges doing it where she kind of like went to launch and then didn't kind of get, get it <laughs> launched. And, and, and she's really getting some momentum and she's super um, efficient too in her practice right now because she's kept her volume fairly, fairly similar, but, and actually has done it in a more compressed timeline. So okay. she's like a master delegator so that she can do the things that she loves the best. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to, uh, to sharing some of this information with the listeners so that they can maybe learn to kind of get in more into their genius. So welcome to the podcast. That was a huge long introduction. Jeez. <laughs> Thank you. This Dr. Tiffany stuff. I'm yes. Like, what? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us a little, uh, maybe tell the listeners a little bit about, um, let's just first go, okay, we're, we're in the pandemic time. So maybe just tell, because everybody has different rules, different things is happening. Just mm -hmm. maybe update everybody on, on what you had to go through. Um, so far with uh, COVID-19 and stuff with your practice? Yeah. Well, being in North Dakota, North Dakota and South Dakota are very um, conservative, I'd say, in comparatively in the United States, for sure. Um, I was on vacation when, quote, shit hit the fan. That's when they made the rule of if you're out of state, you need to do a 14-day quarantine. Um, I'm not sure if I would have went if I'd have known all that what's going to happen. So there's a gift in that, right? It's yeah. good to not know some things. And so, um, I was out of practice then for three weeks and quite interestingly, um, a mind break. That's also when I'm like, Whoa, they can shut us down at any moment. And I got to figure out how business can be more sustainable. So that's when the aligned life, like that's when I made my decision. I'm not going to not do this anymore. So I'm going to find the right people. So that's the first part of, you know, when you say like you finally did it, what, what got you there? Um, I was, by the time we reopened, 
masks were not mandatory. Um, gloves were mandatory, cleaning out all the tables, which all, none of that seems like much of a change. But when you're a high volume chiropractor, I worked on five tables that were like three feet apart. So we had not to shift. Six foot, not, six feet. <laughs> not six feet. So we had to shift flow. And it's amazing what happens when physical flow changes, you know, um, that slows us down, that brings questions into communication. Like we had all of our all of our stuff, like perfect, right? Yeah. So that week that we were back and probably for the next six weeks, we were at 75% threshold, um, even with the time. And it was, you know, I've always said, man, if I could practice three days a week and go balls to the wall on that, that I feel like would fit my life better, right? Yeah. So I did. I'm like, well, there's no better time than now. We're going to just shift this all up. So I did, um, you know, at that time, people weren't working and kids weren't in school. And so I did random like 10 to two, <laughs> three days a week. <laughs> and, and so now it's morphed back to kind of afternoons and such. But I um, was four hours less in adjusting and say, seeing the same amount of people. So um, we had to wear gloves for what, three weeks probably? At, Ideally, we still have to clean. So it shifted my perspective on how much staff I really need. And, and actually looking back now, um, we needed that much support the whole time. I, we needed more people at the front helping. And directing. Like traffic control and, and all that stuff. Right. Like and as pre-COVID, you know, I was kind of just running, running slim, which is fine. It worked. But until you know, like, oh, this person that's just hanging out, minding, you know, there's seven people in the waiting room and five people on tables and they all feel lost. One Great. person can't do very much. <laughs> that's true. So, yeah. So I kind of um, slimmed down hours, kept speed the same. Um, we have like a little bit more private rooms, but I also added staff, which most people would say, what? Oh, it's made me so much faster when you yeah. have the right support to be able to do all the other stuff for you so right well again when you when stuff needs like things need to be added now that, that weren't added before and if you're doing them that's totally going to slow you down but if, if if you can like you said and that's what you're so good at delegating but if you have people like i know at first i was cleaning tables like when it was just me and brandy and yeah. i was cleaning tables and holy smokes just doing that the slowness is, is crazy and so this as soon as we could get our our staff back doing all that other stuff to keep everything keep all the protocols up up right. to snuff and and because our goal is back to get to just getting to adjust right just adjusting right. and educating is like kind of the, the key that you want to get to yeah. which yeah. i would say so like for, for the majority of people we don't manage that energy well so we adjust we talk stupid stuff we maybe wash a table we we're bringing people back and forth or we're doing a note in between like all of that is something that's going to shift your energy from your hands and your heart. So I even noticed like, whoa, I can, Tiff can't do that. <laughs> Some people might be able to, but like in order for me to give a really amazing adjustment, I definitely cannot be, my energy can't be scattered that much. And I think from what I've seen for so many people is they went into doing so many other things because of protocols and because of rules where you got to just be a little bit more creative and figure out how can I get back only to adjusting. And then if you need to hire someone else to wash the tables or to do the notes or to do whatever the case may be, then you got to do it. 
Yeah. And it, it wasn't you. It was somebody else in our group that just hired a high school student. Um, just, mm. it, wasn't, it wasn't you, was it? No. No. Because no. So, so, no, somebody else I know, they just hired, so just hired a high school student just to clean tables and just to clean stuff and do a little bit of a concierge work. And, and just by that, it's just like, it frees you up so much, right? Totally. Tell the listeners a little bit about your uh, um, canceling the bells and whistles. How we remember how we always talk about like yeah. creating that Disney experience where everything's all perfect and beautiful, and just and it just shows like how much like what is really important. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not convinced. I totally knew it was totally important. I right. um, I really wanted to create from the time I opened. I wanted to create a Ritz Carlton experience for people. Yeah. That was different. That was set apart. That blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> and my team disagree with me the whole time. I mean, Lindy has disagreed with me for 13 freaking years of like, we don't need all this stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I had snacks and we had coffee and we had fruit and we had fruit leathers and we would have popcorn days and we have games and we have spin the wheels and oh my gosh. And of course, like the toys, you know, I family practice. So you kind of just get stuck in all these things that need to take up a kid's mind and their space. They don't, they actually are better if they don't have all those distractions. And so are we, because then, I mean, how many times will a mom and their kid sit there for 15 extra minutes coloring? <laughs> and my team is like, oh my, poke my eyeballs. In your kid's corner, which is like... Yeah, because somewhere we thought we, we can't just be car packers. We also have to be entertainers. Oh, my like, Where did that gosh. come from? What? <laughs> so it was, um, uh, I mean, just a few weeks after because the people couldn't sign in, right? Yeah. They would come in. We would greet them. They tell patient co- to go to one through five. That's it now. So yeah. they don't have to check in and then go get all their snacks. And the kids are chewing their cashews when they're on their stomach and spitting all over. I'm like, what <laughs> the hell is happening? So yeah. I, um, it was probably one of the biggest ahas of like, wow, just the adjustment is all they need. It's all I need. It's all I want to provide. Yeah. And it has totally shifted the perspective. Cause now when they say, man, when I come in here, it feels really good. Well, they always kind of said that but the kids were running to get the snacks and the, they were running to Maybe see like distractions coffee. and noise. Yeah. yeah. And now there's just nothing. It is beautiful. What if we could just keep the main thing, the main thing? Right. Yeah. And you, and it's funny as you don't, it's, it's, it's ironic that a lot of the rules really kind of pissed off a lot of chiropractors, but it did force you to go, let's get to the nitty gritty. Like, what are you here for? Yeah. What, what's the one thing that we can do that's going to create the most amount of impact on your well being? And, and, and it's the adjustment. It's not just that it's okay. like the friendly place with all the toys and all the coloring books and all the entertaining yep. and we're spinning. I was going to say spin the bottle, spin the, <laughs> you definitely can't do that now with six feet distancing, but, um, but you know, like all the different games and stuff like that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Oh yeah. It's so good. It's so much simpler. I mean, and then there's not the budget of coffee. There's not a budget of cashews and craisins and fruit leathers. Like that's all expensive. I, I bet yeah. it's 500 bucks a month that we have saved not doing that. Like that's wow. crazy. Yeah. What were we thinking? <laughs> Whatever. 
We're well, and again, it all comes, and I think this is this is all chiropractors. You like, you just you just want to create such a nice experience, and you want it to be so comfortable for all your yeah. practice members, and and you want that so much that you're that you're willing to do that. Because I think when you start, start first start practice, you don't realize, like we never realize how important the chiropractic adjustment is until you really get good at it and really focus on it. I think. Totally. Yeah. Agreed. So we talked a little bit before. Um, with with your learnings of of, of doing this, um, kind of compressing your office, uh, creating your ideal work environment, and this is the same thing I did is I changed my hours too because I, I I realized I didn't like working in the afternoons as much, so I'm only working two afternoons now, and then yeah. I'm um, four mornings. So basically, mm. it's like uh, what six shifts that I'm, I'm I'm working a week, and I love it. Like I, I love it. So uh-huh. it also frees up time, and this is why we also cluster book in the office so it frees up time. So why don't you go over some of the learnings you had where it's enabled you to maintain your, your volume and your main thing. Cause no matter what the practice is still the main thing, but you mm-hmm. still do your side hustle or, or for someone else, it might be a hobby or something else they want to do. Um, right. what, what are the kind of the three biggest learnings that, that's allowed you to finally actually succeed in doing it? So, Cause I just want to say in the past you've tried, right? So even before we were helping you launch stuff and then right before you launched stuff, you kind of went, Oh no, I can't because I have, Kids win basketball on this, and then and, and, and so you pull back. But now you've you you've finally been able to really launch. So why yeah. don't you go over those three things with us? So I think first and foremost, looking at um, how to streamline not only your practice, your life, because how you do one thing is how we do everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, working in your genius has been my biggest thing across the board, and it's still like. Last week, I still, I sent a message to my right hand and I'm like, ah, don't love this. I don't like this. I don't like how we're doing this system that's going through too many people's hands. Like I'm always looking at that efficiency, but where do you need me? Because we undervalue what we're good at. And so if I know that I'm in my practice, I don't know, 12 adjusting hours, I'm six shifts too. So 12 to 13 adjusting hours. But those days are really um, mostly focused on healing touch and patients and my team and training and all those kind of things. So what, once you can decide, okay, so in my practice, these are my geniuses. <laughs> I'm going to adjust. Well, I just connect with people. So I'm going to adjust. I do the 30-minute report and I do a 15-minute new patient appointment. Everything else is delegated. Like really everything else. They ask me stupid questions like, what color do you want the patient appreciation bags? And I say, why are you asking me this? <laughs> so I've, but I've trained them enough. Yeah. So they know my personality. They know what I need to focus on. And then I need to hold the line of the boundary and agreement. Don't come in my office asking what color bag we're going to use. Like that's dumb. So now <laughs> I've, just been distracted from what I need to do, which is connect with people via in my practice is adjusting out of my practice is writing. It's creating programs. It's doing videos. It's creating courses. Like that's all the stuff that I'm doing outside of that. So it is really, uh, it's gotten really, really, really streamlined on, all right, this is what Tiff does. And we're getting closer to being streamlined on now. This is what Lindy does because now she has two people, two and a half people that she's working to train on how to delegate and do. Right. Like that's how this, the book I read 13 years ago, 12 years ago, when Lindy started, I had 
both of us, we read Managing Up. Have you read Managing yeah, Up? Yeah, yeah. It was the, the foundation to all of it. And it's taken a long time from her, her perspective to delegate um, compared to mine because I really, really knew just what my genius was. And I totally suck in other areas. So let's not have Tiff suck, right? Like, yeah. what, how, why, why do you bring me into this when I'm not that good at it? <laughs> right. So that was the first and foremost, um, understanding yourself working to know what lights you up in everything that you do. I believe we can have it that way. I believe we can have a practice in a life that totally lights us up. Even if the process at this moment sucks, we know that the payoff is totally worth it. And that lights us up. Right. So like being able to connect a little bit to your values and, and the path that you're going on. Number two is always, um, training myself and training my team to be better humans, not just good at being a chiropractic assistant or a tech CA or a copywriter or a graphics. And that uh, since COVID has been the biggest for them to totally um, adopt isn't the right word, but like know what they're good at. So my mantra is always, if we can train them, to be, to leave essentially, train them well enough so that they can go anywhere they want to, but treat them well enough so they don't ever want to. That's the key. And I think from a chiropractor standpoint, how many times do we just shortchange the human? We, we, we're not working on having them be a better human. I, I interviewed Lindy on the podcast. It'll be, it'll air in two or three weeks. And that's one thing she said is every training that we did, and I did a ton, I did a ton of different personalities. We did intuitive assessments. I mean, everything, but I never went at it as I need you to know this so that you can do better for me. It was like, we are here to be better and better humans. And I hope that I can give you an experience and help you continue to learn and grow and be better <laughs> here. But if that's, if that doesn't work, that's what it like. That's our role as chiropractors is to train our people on how to be better humans. And I think like once I did that and then I created the support team and I was clear, I was focused on, okay, this is, this is where we're going next guys. Are we ready? Because these are all the things that I'm going to need. I don't know who's going to do them yet, but let's, let's first start here and try the process. And the third one is I'm always looking at scaling. So I am, am annoyingly never content with the system ever ask them. They're super annoyed with me most of the time. Sat down with Lindy on Tuesday and I'm like, I don't like how these plans look. Like what, why are there still 20% of people that pay per visit? They might be still committed. They're still paying per visit, which means no commitment to me. So like, why are we not changing the conversation? So I'm always looking at, um, I think COVID taught people that were pay per visit, but that's not that good. <laughs> They need to be on a monthly plan if your province, state, country allows it or a prepay or like something so that you know they're in because now you've closed for three weeks and there's absolutely no income coming in. You can't make up a visit. It's just lost. So how can you have your systems set up for scaling, set up for the, the bigger picture than one visit or 12 visits or, or even 36 visits? Like what, how can our communication be different so that we're constantly being more efficient. Well, hello, podcast listeners. 
Uh, hope you guys are all doing well out there. I just wanted to give you a little update of what's going on in our world. Um, this November 2nd to November 6th, we will be reopening the Vitality Shift online program uh, for people to register around the world. Uh, we only open that program twice a year. So this is a time if you're interested in getting in that, that will be something that will be coming up. Uh, now, something we're doing a little bit different this year, for some people who don't really know that much about the shift, we've actually created a pop-up group in Facebook. And this Facebook pop-up group is actually to answer any of those questions, just to get you a little bit more familiar about what the principles are. Um, this Facebook group is called the Salutogenic Practice, and it's all about some of the challenges chiropractors are facing trying to practice more in a salutogenic model. Because often what we know what chiropractic is in our mind, um, what we are taught in school is more that pathogenic model of the way to uh, communicate and measure the benefits of chiropractic care. And so this, we're going to be doing, I mean, Brandy, we're going to be doing three live trainings uh, throughout the time from now, because this is going to come out here. Um, in the end of October. And so you'll have about two weeks uh, of a time frame to be able to take advantage of this pop-up group. So I will put the uh, link in the show notes, but um, if you're really good at remembering, I'll just let you know what the uh, address is. So uh, to sign up for that pop-up group, you go to www.thevitalityshift.com slash FB dash pop-up dash group. So again, that's www.thevitalityshift.com slash fb dash pop-up dash group so if you're interested in getting some free training um for the last week of october and the beginning week of november um, giving you a little bit more information about the vitality shift program we would love to see you in the group we've already opened it up and we're, we're already getting lots of really great questions and getting lots of feedback from people so we hope you to see you in there and i hope you enjoy the show sometimes chiropractors fall into uh, is that they just start doing stuff because they've always just done stuff. And uh, I know that was when Brandy first came to our office and, and uh, like way back, whatever, 15 years ago or something. And she's like, why do you highlight this to do this and this? And, and like, nobody even knew because somebody just did it and then they just kept doing it. And so uh, that's, that's, that's on the far extreme, but I still think like, that's why like evolving how you do your first visit and evolving how you explain your ROF and, 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 and in the different times, like there's different times, like, even people now, when you're doing a report of findings, I'm finding they're different than it was even before COVID. So mm -hmm. because there's certain things that, um, that, that people have changed, where, whether it's like not working or uh, how to prioritize things because they're like, they've been at home all the time or it's upheaval their whole life or a lot of people have lost their job too because uh -huh. um, there's, uh, there's high unemployment. So I think that's a really uh, important trait is to kind of go back to the things that you're doing and, and kind of go through like a fine tooth comb and just make sure like, are these things still efficient? Right. Yeah. And then who should do them? <laughs> Cause who was doing them before or what application you could use that could improve that communication between your team or between, um, patient staff, like all of those need to be upgraded or at least evaluated often. I mean, so many times I'm like, why are we still doing it like this? Well, I don't know. It's just how we've always done it. Right. Same thing. Yeah. But if you don't have something in your calendar, like I, that's one of the things I've improved on dramatically in the last year is time blocking and knowing when is my patient time? When's my creative time? When is my podcast time? All of these things so that, then what do I need do then? But that's the same thing I do for my business. So it's my quarterly reviews of everything. It's my monthly reviews of expenses. It's my 
talking to Lindy, what applications do we have? And are there ones that can actually do all of this instead of 12 that do each one, right? right. Like becoming efficient in all those areas. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, no. And I think that's a, that's a huge thing is that I, and I found, I was just thinking about this the other day is that it, it seems like things are a little bit more of a grind though. Like you have to be like, you have to be a lot more uh, vigilant and, mm-hmm. and so with your team, do you find that like sometimes they're a little bit more tired because it just takes more effort because it seems mm-hmm. like the whole system has been changed. What kind of things have you done with your team just to kind of, sometimes you need to lighten it up a bit. Like, cause it's yeah. like, because you're like, well, we've got to do this, we've got to change this, we got to do, we're doing this. What do you do to kind of like balance that a bit? So it's not so like serious. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting because I normally wouldn't be in the office very often, but I mean, I'd be there and then I'd leave and I'm still like that, but. I'm around a little bit more as I hate to say it as a human versus a doctor yeah. makes a huge difference. So, right. um, cause you can just talk about normal stuff. So, I mean, I have Lindy that we've been working together for a long time, but then I have a 21 and 22 year old similar age to Callan, my daughter. So that like talk about a 20 year age gap. <laughs> yeah. So they need interaction. They need, um, you're doing a good job. I'm really proud of you. Like they need that. And when I'm in patient mode, I don't really give that ever. I give that outside. So when she comes in and says, what color bag do you want? And I look at her like, what? She's like, I know Lindy is in the back doing an exam and I need to order these now. Perfect. Well, then I'm good. Do something bright. And then I say, Hey, thanks. Good job. Because she's learned so much in communication. Right. So um, we've also, I'm not really that good at planning fun team events (laughs) at all because I would just rather work. Like, why do we got to do this stuff? But but it's important and I I understand it's important. So we started, um, actually, Brooklyn is one of the the social, well, they're both social, but the one that likes to plan things, right? So I put her in charge of planning a team event every month. Next Wednesday, I think, is our next one. Uh, beers on the patio when we're done on Wednesday, like perfect. <laughs> None of us need it any really. I mean, like we don't need to do anything. Major. Like you don't need to go bowling or some big activity. No. You just want to have some time where you're not wearing your hats. Right. Totally. Yeah. So like I, like I said, it's just connecting on a human level with them. I think is the most important because most team members are scared of their cohorts above them. Yeah, and it's probably because they've never had an opportunity to, to kind of spend some time just casually with them as yep. well. Because everything's always like giver, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. Doer, 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 doer. Doer, doer. Now, <laughs> a, question, a question is that, you know, in a lot of chiropractors you work with, uh, a lot of times they are kind of scared of hiring somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, or they hire somebody, but then they're afraid to let stuff go. So they don't even allow them to actually do, to help them. Um yeah. And I know you're really good at it. So, cause you're kind of natural, like I need help, but what kind of uh, advice would you have for a chiropractor that might just be like, uh, just have a hard time letting stuff go. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the key shift was when I was able to be vulnerable with Lindy. Cause she was my first one that I kind of gave stuff to. Um, and, and just said, this is really scary. So this isn't your business. You don't have the 200,000 student loans. You don't have the business loans to pay off. I know that what I do and how I do it, I know it works. Um, 
there are many, I had many tears, like just authentically, like, I know this is what needs to happen next, but can I just tell you how this feels, feels totally crappy. Um, that's what started to kind of break our codependent relationship a little bit because yeah, naturally yeah. I think it's, it just naturally happens if you've been working with people for a really long time. Um, and we weren't connected socially outside of practice, but geez, I mean, you're together all every day, all day, even if I'm not at the practice, I'm ta- we're talking, right? right. So I think like, we don't need to know it all. We don't need to have it all. We don't need to know all the answers, but we need to be able to have a conversation of what we need. And if they can see that you want the best for the business, for the patients and for them, and you actually can ask for help. I mean, many times I would look at her, I'm like, what do we do now? I, I mean, I, even, even just growing fast, that's a pain. That, that's a big thing you've got to figure out. And if we can bring our team into this and trust them that they have great ideas and great advice. And I didn't, um, you know, so many people back in the day would call me a control freak. I really wasn't. I just wasn't sure she'd do it good enough. Right. So I was okay with pushing it off. But what I didn't do was train her and then communicate exactly how I wanted it. Now the how didn't matter as much as the result. Right. Right. I mean, I got to that point, but, um, I think we get into the mindset that we can just do it better and faster and we continue to do that. And then we will never grow. You'll never be able to scale. And I don't think that your team will fully respect and appreciate you. Right. Cause you're not giving them so they're you're not, cause if you take on everything, you don't give them room for growth too. Right. And then they get, they get stagnant and then they get yep. bored almost. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I, Lindy's a, I've, I mean, I, one of the things I love most about her is she wants to learn and grow and contribute more. And there have been times that I've had anxiety on like, this is the same old shit every day. How, how can I keep her right? Like, how can I continue to have her challenged? How can she continue to learn? And that's why I implemented so many team, like how can we be better humans, team trainings, personalities, seminars, things, programs that I'd buy that we'd work on together because I, I knew you can't let your team go stagnant. You, you, I mean, yeah, some people will say, well, this person really doesn't want a girl. Well, I might not want that person then. Right. Right. Like me personally. Yeah. I don't, I don't really want that person that just wants to just go through the motions. I want them to want more. And when they want more then I'm going to start to create more because that's how TIFF works. Well, that's good. So coming to the end of our interview, thank you for the time. Uh, what kind of words, I just like to, what, it just, what's flowing through your head uh, for words of wisdom for some of the chiropractors out there that uh, might be just driving to work, looking for some inspiration or might feel a little stagnant or mm-hmm. lack of delegation going on or something. What kind of words do you like to leave them with? Well, a few things. Um, I think COVID has shifted out of time equals money. Um, the mindset of how can we do better with less <laughs> in every yeah. way, right? In our life, in our clothes closets, in our pantries, in our entertainment budget, in everything. And I think travel budget. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. How much have you quote saved? <laughs> 
Well, we know, haven't really saved because it's all we don't get refunded, but we have a whole. Oh right. No, but yeah, yeah. Right. No, I think the um, I think so. So that part, it, well, all the umbrella is value, valuing yourself, having confidence and certainty that you're good enough. And um, I had an interesting conversation with our daughter because she's doing some t-shirt sales things. Nineteen communication for that age is just text to text usually, right? Not face to face. Well, she had this faulty heat press printer thingy yeah, and um, letters fell off when people washed them and she didn't even want to do anything anymore, right? She'd call me and she'd be teary and she's like, what do I do? What do I, I said, you have conversations with people because communication will fix everything always. And sometimes we, when we are in our work, we avoid the uncomfortable stuff and it is uncomfortable right now, whether it's because business has tanked or people aren't coming back or whatever, you then have to go back into your genius and what lights you up and simplify and figure out what path you want to go and then communicate that with your team. Cause I, it's like, we're trying to swim in this ocean alone against the grain and all of us are here to help everybody. Right? Like I, I don't know, asking for help. Um, but geez, do we need chiropractic right now? Oh man, huge. I mean, and when you can keep the main thing, the main thing and talk about what they're struggling with, be real with them. You don't need to be the, I know everything about everything, but like, wow, you, you feel like you're really struggling today. Is everything okay? I mean, I don't know how many, how many days that I have people crying in the office. So that's another thing. There's a lot of yucky energy, stagnant stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and making sure you you keep your energy <laughs> separate from everybody else's when you're adjusting them so that you can be that light that they need you to be. So and, and we don't many times have the confidence to know that we're really good. And so if you don't have the confidence, then you probably you, you don't have the light either to help them walk down that scary path that the majority of people are on right now. Yeah, no, that's a, it's a crazy time. So we, they need us really uh, to be strong. So that's, that's why we're trying to spread all this information to chiropractors, give them some more tools so that they can be strong. Well, first I have to give a testimonial for your daughter's uh, hoodies. Cause I was going to say, we got those hoodies. Then she did an awesome job. So that, that was great. They're very comfortable. They fit perfect. Yeah. Um, Randy was like, I got a white one though. So I have to be really careful. It doesn't get all dirty. So that's the, that's the hard part, but it, it was pink didn't look that good on any other color. I'm like, Oh, we totally need to be, it needs to be white. Yeah. But it's good. She just has to behave and not get all dirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second thing is um, you have a podcast. I was wondering if you could, because people listen to this podcast, you maybe just share, share the name of your podcast and how people can kind of uh, listen into that. Yeah. The Align Life is what it's called. Um, website is drtiffanyjohnson.com. So it hangs out, it hangs out there. I kind of just rebranded a, a few months ago to really have the aligned life be, be the big, big picture. And then we can talk about everything that goes into just how to be a better human every single day, because there's a lot of stuff. You know, I just told a 12 year old kid yesterday, I adjusted her super crabby because her online teacher sucks and you know, all this stuff. She's so mad. She vented and she was still mad. And I said, maybe your goal today should be not to suck. <laughs> and she, <laughs> her mom was there and her sister was there. And they're all like, 
<laughs> I'm like, but sometimes life isn't that good. So be aware of when you suck. Yeah. And let's like, sometimes your only goal for that day is just not to suck. Like, let's just get through this. I just, I talk about, you know, 4% out of the comfort zone will, will get you massive growth in your life. Well, you know, sometimes 4% is just, is just pushing it. Sometimes you just shouldn't suck. <laughs> Try not to go negative. <laughs> right, exactly. But the problem is we're not even aware to know when we're just off a little bit. So, um, yeah, that's what the aligned life is all about, is talking about the real and raw stuff that people feel already. But they think how they feel is not right. So we're comparing to the highlight reels of Facebook and Instagram and all these things. And it's really not about that. If we can get down to the human level, we all just want love and purpose really. So awesome. Well, thanks for, thanks for taking the time to join us again and have a a second uh, visit on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for your work. Awesome. And so everybody out there, um, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Stay strong because they need us. And until next time, shift on. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you've received value from this episode, please share this with a fellow chiropractor and take some time to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever your favorite place is to listen to podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about our programs and events, please visit www.thevitalityshift.com or connect with me on Facebook. I would love to hear from you. So until next time, Dr. Don out. Thank you.